Hello and welcome to the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons. I'm the CEO of Qualitance and we are at the last part of the People and Teams chapter of Agile Software Development. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the development team. Previously, we've talked about Scrum Master and the product owner. Now we're going to talk about the team. This is the mighty engine of all that great work that's going to happen in your brand new software or digital product. And I think what is most important when you think about asking the question, what is a good agile team? There is really only one answer, and that is that team should be multidisciplined. Multidisciplined, they should come in. It should be like the A team, you know, it should be a cast of characters bringing different skills so that you can have a really diverse point of view. And that will help you really come up with some really innovative approaches to some simple problems or tackling the big overall pains and gains of your users. Now, as diverse as they might be in skills, what will bring them all together is a shared vision and commitment to the project. And um, that's really essential. When you have a multi-discipline team, they've all got to be excited, motivated, fired up about the vision of what you're going to build and committed to the project. So let's uncover how you can span everything from deep work to collaboration in an agile team setting. All right. So, yeah, let's talk about this team. Um, What's in the team and, and like what does multidisciplined look like? And, you know, the thing when I think about all the different projects, um, an agile team is can be anything from hardcore uh, engineering, design, um, user experience. Um, I tell you what, great BAs, business analysts, uh, DevOps, copywriting, design and art, delivery members. Um, I mean, oh my gosh, there are so many different roles that can be inside, different skills that could be uh, in this team. And you could call upon experts. So let's say you're building a product that's all about uh, workouts. So you get health and fitness experts, you get physiotherapists, nutritionalists, you name it. Bring all of those people together. Now, the trick in bringing them all together is to have this really common goal. So you need do need to make sure that they're actually excited around the idea of the product. Like, hello, like it doesn't matter whether or not in the case of creating like a workout app, whether they are workout boffins, but if they're genuinely interested and compelled by the notion of let's make, let's make people more healthy, fit and well, that's really important because Without a doubt, you will go to what we call the valley of darkness. And that is where you're not sure what you're going to build. The timeline's creeping up. Everyone's freaking out. And it's this bond around a common goal that will kind of bring you all together. 
so I think that, you know, you need to make sure that, you know, whilst you bring that diverse cast of characters together, you have to ensure there's a common goal. Now, some of the other really important things is you got to communicate like crazy. And at the start of that is sharing what you're working on, not only in the daily scrums, but making sure that people in other disciplines really have a sense of what you're doing and what you're contributing. And on the other side of that, I think as a receiver of these messages, you have to be genuinely interested in the work that others are doing, because if you understand the various disciplines that are contributing to one single product, I think you're in a better place to integrate them, to bring uh, the whole product together so that it is elegant, seamless, and just insanely intuitive rather than being really clunky and, and obviously, you know, a force fit between all those things. So there's a bunch of things going on. There's this cast of characters fired up about a goal. They're all connecting and working in a similar way. And I wanted to take a moment to reflect on two ideas that I think drive the performance of a team. Now, if you are interested in um, how agile teams work, uh, both in a detailed view and on a kind of a meta level, you should jump over to bottomup.io where you can check out the full masterclass that we have. It's, it's all free where you can sign up and um, go really deep on some of these topics. But for this episode of the podcast, I, I really just want to share with you two ideas around uh, an agile development team and the people that build the product. Okay, first idea is all about finding balance. And this, it's really common sense and it sounds really easy when you talk about, you, you know, how you think about your time. But finding the balance is actually really hard in a fast-moving agile project. And this balance that I'm talking about, let's say you're a team member in an agile project, the balance that I'm talking about is between doing your deep work, your expert work, either individually on a very small team, and then your collaborative work where you're often doing work sessions with other people from other disciplines in the project. And this harmony between deep work and collaborative work indicates so much of whether a team is going to build a great product. Because sometimes you see, let's say, the archetypical developer who doesn't really want to work with anybody else because they're too busy writing the code. So they're just maxing out on deep work. But they might be spending time thinking about problems that if they maybe went and found a BA, a UX, a UI designer, uh, maybe even a DevOps person, maybe just sharing the problem might halve the problem. Um, so sometimes there's a tendency to do uh, deep work and that makes it very challenging because you really do have the team operating as all these really small silos. On the other hand, sometimes there's just too many work sessions, too many meetings, there's no time for the work. So when I talk about the success of an agile team, Finding balance between deep work and collaborative work is, oh, it is so important because if you can go do some deep work and then you bring it back to your colleagues, you jam on it, 
you discuss it, get some feedback, you go back, do some deep work, come back again from another working session. If you can build that rhythm, that cadence, you'll find that you just fly. But there's an unintended consequence to the balance here is not only is your deep work thoughtful, but your collaborative work gives all the other team members a really good sense of what you're working on. So it means their work will fit better with yours. So that's the first thing, finding the balance. It's a really fundamental challenge to a good team. So make sure you strive for finding that balance between deep and collaborative work. And the last thought I have for you is to connect. And I mean this from uh, a point of view of be connected um, during the day. Uh, Be connected for your demos, for your retrospectives, all common practices in an agile project. You should be doing your stand-ups daily. Um, But the other thing is you really need to make sure that you are all talking the same language. And let's say I'm working on a feature and I give it a particular name which has certain assumptions, certain user stories attached to it. If I'm not constantly connecting with others, like if I'm the designer, I need to talk to the developers. And if I go too off on a tangent and I created a let's call it the headquarters uh, feature and they're all calling it the dashboard and then other people are calling it the status overview. Before you know it, we're all Tower of Babylon situation. So to ensure that we are really talking the same language, always make sure that if you do a stand-up in the morning, make sure that somewhere in between all that deep work that you do have some sort of work session where you can connect with a one or a variety of your teammates. And um, importantly, if you're a designer, make sure you are bringing the developers along the journey uh, as you work on the product. Don't just dump it when you're finished with the design and say, hey, here it is, or vice versa if you're a developer. Connect, talk about the work, share the work, showcase the work to each other so that you can talk the same language. And if you've got that connection, and if you've got that balance between deep work and collaborative work, then this diverse set of characters can truly deliver on the vision, on the common goal that they have. So there you have it. That is the development team, this cast of characters striving to build a better product, service, or business. I hope you've got some inspiration from this episode. I hope you have from this bigger chapter on the different roles and people that are involved in an Agile team. I hope you can see a role for yourself and I hope you can better understand those around you. And all of this Agile thinking is part of our view of the world uh, that the best products are truly built bottom up and Agile is a big piece of that. There's lots of other goodies like design thinking, rapid prototyping, lean startup, which all fuse together in our bottom-up methodology. So if you'd like to know more about that, just head over to bottomup.io. There's a ton of masterclasses and goodies over there. So I really thank you for spending your time and joining me to talk about 
the development team and uh, we've got lots of goodies coming up. We haven't finished the Agile software development series yet. So that's thank you from me and that's a wrap of the Bottom Up Skills podcast. Thank you.